Warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off! Welcome back! Welcome, everybody. <sighs> it's, it's been like weeks. Yeah, way too long. I blame my own self. I blame me. I blame me. I blame both of you. Yes. <gasps> Let's blame Awesome. He's not here to defend himself. Yeah, it's Awesome's <laughs> fault. So, By the um, way, we never introduce ourselves, so if we ever get new listeners, they're going to be like, I don't even know these people's names. Right. That is a good point, Lala. Yes, I am Lala. And who are you? I'm Thief. Thief. I thought I was Thief. No, you're not Thief. Not today. Oh, who shit. are you today? Uh, Captain? No. No, I not. can't be Captain. Who are you yesterday? Nobody else can be Captain. I am greedy. I am the one, the only greedy. Nice. So we have greed. We have a thief. <laughs> we have a Lala. Hmm. The innocent uh, lust. That's not very. No, no, lust. <laughs> she is. She is the lust she's incarnate. Lust. Okay. Lustful yes. Lala. Lust Lou. Okay. Lusty Lou. Lust-la. Greed. What, what would what would thief be? Um, thief would be. Oh, gre- oh. Hmm. No, we're talking about the seven deadly sins. I yeah. know. I was. What would thievery be? Lust. Sloth, maybe? No. No, no, no. Sloth is laziness. Well, thief is greedy, also. Yeah, yeah, that, that would you be. You guys are both greedy. Uh, not if I'm a Robin no. Hood. But are you? I rob from no. the rich and give to the needy. I keep if a wee percentage, but I'm not greedy. If you're a Robin Hood, then you're not a seven deadly sin. You're still a Because thief. it's all negative. Technically, he is an outlaw. What is As it? an in-law. What? Stop rapping. <laughs> Stop the rappy crap. Hashtag white boy. <laughs> From Bakersfield to Mount Olympus, Gotham Press Talk's naughty business. Sexual topics to explore your whoredom. Good if you're new or kinky Yoda. Gotham Press Podcast. The dirty kinksters your parents warned you about. Uh. Well, um, Gothamites, we're happy to be in the presence of each other and of you all listening to us right now. True. Fully vaccinated versions of ourselves. Dude. Fully. Fully vaccinated, vaccinated. power. Oh, I guess we're doing team we, vaccinated. Oh. We hold up the V Go team. sign. Right. Vax. Let's get the lipstick and put a V on your on your forehead. Okay? Vaccination threesome. Ooh. We can be in like proximity of each other. This could be really fun. I wonder if that's happening in the swingers community. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure it's happening. Like you can come to our party, but you better have your Vax card. Uh, yeah. You know, that's interesting to think about. Like, if we move forward and, and do something in the future, like, are we, how strict are we going to be? Are we going to? Let's put this out there to the listeners. If you're out there and you're already in a community and be it uh, a swinger or BDSM or poly or whatever community alternative lifestyle that you're in, if you have events going, let us know exactly what kind of requirements you have for these events, okay? Hit us up on uh, Discord, Facebook, or uh, give us a call. Uh, Candy Sweetbox is always open. What's the number for that? 805-303-1173. Vundabar. Vundabar. Yeah, leave candy message. What is Vundabar? Wonderful. Uh, and oh, what? I was German? Oh, yes, it it's German? German. I'm pretty sure it's wonderful. You didn't you didn't say it with the the Wunderbar, so I didn't know it was German. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't sound angry enough. Right. I know that our three German listeners are going to be pissed at me for stereotyping them, but... Okay, but there's two German stereotypes. Go. There's the angry German, and uh-huh. there's the goofy-sounding German. 
It's like, wunderbar. And you're like, all right, are you from like Sweden? I think that's more Austria. Germany? Do we have listeners in Austria? Austria? I don't well, know. you would know. You have the thingy. We need to pull up the thingy. Yeah, we need. Oh, we're going to do make that the thingy at one point. Okay. Never did. Okay. Yeah, we'll do it tonight. I would like to talk about um, post-COVID events. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I will tell you that on June 15th, which I believe... Oh, we don't have a calendar. Which is going to be five days from now. It's five days from now. this. Um, The world is supposed to be opening back up. At least California is. Oh. So we've even started making changes in our office where you no longer have to get your temperature taken. You don't have to fill out a COVID form. You just have to come in, sanitize your hands, and you don't even have to wear a mask. It says recommended. It does not say required. I saw that at a place I went to yesterday on the door. There was no longer the mask required sign. It was a sign that said, we recommend masks for unvacuumed, unvaccinated customers. I'm writing that one down. We also also have a sign in our lobby now that says our team is fully vaccinated. And so as not customers, as patients were coming in today, I was asking them, how do you like coming in the front door now? Because we used to have them come in the back door, wash their hands, get their temperature taken. They had to fill out the COVID sheet before they could even come into the building. Like right. Spray them down with Lysol and hit them with the... Uh, base, the, like the, the ultraviolet light and the... Yep. Yeah. Anyway. Ultraviolet? No, I'm just kidding. Violent. Violent. Violent light. Yeah. All coming at you. 10 million candle power I was thinking right glitter, face. but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, the couple patients that were willing to talk to me not that they're not willing just um that weren't in a stressful predicament that could talk to me um they were very happy about the changes that we've made oh nice and so after the 15th we can take the mask sign down we're gonna leave up the sanitize i wrote a sign that says by sanitize nice and then um our fully vaccinated we're gonna leave those up but we're gonna take off the mask sign because even we so anyway i'm sure right we did previously Yeah. yeah yeah So I like the changes. I'm just wondering how dungeons, like, are how strict are we going to be if if we open when we open? Probably a little stricter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I yeah. know personally. I mean, I'm I'm vaccinated. Okay, thief is vaccinated. Captain is vaccinated. You're vaccinated, obviously. Um, I am still going to be hesitant about it. I'll still I'll still wear a mask as. I've really enjoyed not being sick this last year and a half. Right? Yeah, it has been nice, except for that tummy <laughs> flu I had, which is why we did not record last week. No, well, last week was because I chewed through the cords. Well, there you was got a, thir- uh, hungry. There thirsty. was a week that I had a stomach flu that my husband gave me. Okay, um, but also think about pre-COVID, uh, us compared to a normal community, like places you know like if you went out to eat you didn't have to wash your hands you didn't have to sanitize your hands yet we and in our community would sanitize all of our workstations Mm -hmm. you know like if you go to the gym you might wipe down something you use but that's it you hit it with the towel the same towel you've been wiping sweat off of your ass crack with for the last hour so (laughs) i mean really what are you doing other than spreading shit around you know it's just you're just not leaving it wet so i mean thank you for ruining gyms for me for the rest of my life i appreciate that well no you should be all for it. You yeah, just, so I think you just have if, to pick the people you go after wisely. I, I know, think if it's if somebody we... that you want to smell, <laughs> then you just wait for them to get off the bike. And as you go, you try to adjust the seat, make it look like you're adjusting the seat. And You've taken this to just, an all new level of creepy. <sighs> That's <sighs> not, it's not okay. 
Not okay? <laughs> no. Do you have to have consent of somebody's sweat? <laughs> okay. Well, I think, I personally, I think that we should have um, temperatures taken, a vaccine card shown, and they have to sanitize their hands with... Who's uh, taking temperatures? Sanitize hands. Um, someone of the... Someone who's already got their temperature taken and... What if I come through the door and I tell you, get the fuck away from me? What if I'm the very first person through the door? Here's the thing. Do I take my own temperature? You guys live here, so, I mean... No, but I'm just asking, like, are we going to enforce that and be like, if you don't want to do this, then you can leave? I think I'm okay with that. I think it'll be... I think it should be in the requirements. If you want to come, this is what you have to do. You have to have your vaccination card. You have to be willing to sterilize your hands, and you have to be willing to... To have your temperature taken and if you are not willing to do those three items then please don't come okay at least for a little while makes sense but i do know there are people who medically can't have the vaccine right. it could kill them yes so in that case how do we handle that that's, discreetly yeah that's a that's a predicament and that's that would also be something we would need to discuss with them um maybe coming earlier or later well earlier would be better probably because that way we can get them inside so that other people don't see them being let in without being checked mm-hmm. actually no we can still check them yeah we can still check yeah them. that's yeah I, I would i would still require them yeah, getting a temperature that'd, reading that'd be a really good idea. but I mean, are they going to be required to wear a mask the whole time they're in here yeah, i would I, say yes i would definitely say yes yeah like they would be the ones that would really need the mask the what most, about the people like. that are anti-vaxxers who are just stubborn and refuse to get a vaccine. Well, they can either get the vaccine or they can sit outside and mope. Okay, so here here's the quandary. Mr. A has a medical reason that he can't get the vaccine because it could kill him. Yeah. We have Mr. B, who is an anti-vaxxer, but is willing to sanitize, have the temp done, and all that. Just does not want to get the vaccine. Okay. Why is it okay for the medical dude... But not the anti-vaxxer. Because the medical dude is a, a legitimate excuse. He has a legitimate medical reason that he could potentially die mm-hmm. if he went and got the vaccine. Mr. B-hole is just being a B-hole. No. And... Not necessarily. Why? What if... For me, me, for example, I never got... You did it. Do you were what? put into a position where you were required to do it or you had no employment. Yes. Mm, it was, would your work have worked with you yes okay it was highly recommended that i do it okay i didn't have to do it i was not forced to do it i was not mandated dated to do it okay so as a as a long-term um community member would i be banned from coming in because i don't feel comfortable having a vaccine that hasn't been fda approved who we don't know what it's going to do to women's organs. We don't know what it's going to do to men's whatever. You know, like, legitimate question. Why? That's, that's, a, that's a good point, okay? Some if people it, are won't even take a Tylenol, let alone get a shot. So that's, that's, my, that's my question. Like, they're not a bad person. They just don't believe in medicine. Or untested medicine. Okay. Uh-huh. So or not untested. Should say untested because it is tested, but not like you're saying, we don't know long term effects at all. Right. Like there have been no long term effects because we haven't had it long enough. I just feel like we need to have a game plan for all scenarios and and right. if we're if, gonna if, if we're gonna be a hard line or if we're gonna be like 
I see. I don't know either. See, Discord people must share their insight, yes. right? We need Discord. insight, not just Discord, but like FetLife. Anybody that wants to send us an email or call Candy Sweetbox and rant about their views, we'd love to hear it because this is going to be a very hot topic. And and post your own comment um, about it if you do. And if you read somebody that has an opposing view, Nora. yeah, we're just looking for your thoughts on the matter. Right. Personally, as a person, as a dungeon dragon, somebody that lives on site of the play space, mm-hmm. if you're if you're adamantly, vehemently against vaccination, and I can I can understand people not trusting our government. I mean, anybody that knows me knows that I do not trust my fucking government, but. When it comes to medical science, I believe that over a meme I saw on Facebook. Oh, you mean that, you know, they're going to sprinkle powder in the oh, air yeah, and we're yeah. all going to turn that into zombies? That there's uh, traceable metal flakes in the vaccine that is going to, you know, magnetize your skin and suddenly 5G is going to have an effect on you. And I, I think that's utter bullshit. But I understand that there are people that do actually believe that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you want to believe that, that's fine. But the fact is, this is a private institution. Right. And my life and thief's life and captain's life are directly on the line. If you come in and you have it, have a new and mysterious strain of COVID that, say, doesn't get affected by the vaccine. Yeah, it's vaccine resistant. If it's vaccine resistant and you spread it to me. I fucking hate you. And there are those strains out there. There There's are thousands of them already. There's the fact is the the, the disease is mutating. Uh, medical science says that it is. Mm-hmm. I trust it. Doctor Anthony Fauci, I don't believe him. Mm-hmm. But ten thousand doctors, ten thousand scientists, ten thousand researchers that all are confirming the exact same thing. I trust them. I, I trust our science community more than I trust somebody that did 10 minutes of research on Facebook or Twitter or whatever social media. I think let's talk about more positive things. Sure. We do want to hear your thoughts, but but we're going to move forward. Yes? Okay. Did yeah. you have another thing to say or no? Okay. Um we're not going to do Lala's land tonight because I'm not prepared and <laughs> um, at least you're honest about it. <laughs> yes, it's been a heck of a of a uh week. But it is the first week of what month, gentlemen? Six. June. Which is what? What is special about this month? Well, it's not the first of May, so outdoor fucking doesn't start today. Somewhere Buddy once told me. Oh. <laughs> I was there too. <laughs> it is Pride Month. It's Pride Month. Uh, that's why you started singing the rainbow. Yes. That's a very sad song. If I had some Skittles, I'd be eating them right now. Taste the rainbow. Skittles are in white bags this month. (laughs) Why? Because the rainbow flag is off the bag and where it belongs with the LGBTQ plus community. That is epic. Shut the front door. Now I want a white bag of Skittles. Yep. They have them at Walgreens. We Mm. need Skittles. I know. Okay. Let's pause this. I can't have Skittles, but. I can't either. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the idea is phenomenal. But um, is it phenomenal or is it just marketing? Both? Can we say both? I would be willing yeah, to bet yeah. that somebody at Skittles, at, at corporate, 
is involved or an ally of the LGBTQ community. LGBT, LGBTQ, sometimes <laughs> why? Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure that there is somebody on that board that is a member or at least an ally of the community. And they, they would be the ones that put forward, hey, let's do this. Because that's definitely something different. I personally think it's really cute for marketing and I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not an LGBTQ. Well, kind of, I guess I kind of am because I've had a girlfriend. I've done sexy things with multiple girls. Does that make me a lesbian? I don't know. No, I think that makes you bi. Okay. Or, or just straight or straight plus. Uh, Yeah. Okay, so maybe I am under the rainbow. Well, do you think... do you enjoy the taste of vagina? Yeah. Do you enjoy pleasuring other women? Yeah. Do you enjoy having threesomes? Be it MFM, FMF, uh, whatever. Yeah. FFF. As long F-F-F. as as long as the as long as the as long as I'm being told what to do. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you are a member of the community. Okay. I'm personally bi. Okay. Thief. No idea. Okay. I'm straightish. Straightish. But you're curious. Not really. I don't want to know what it's like to suck a dick, but I'm not adverse to the But would you be opposed of a male of a male sucking your dick? I don't think I can answer that. Okay. That's fair. I mean I can't no, I can answer that and say no, but I don't Wait, I, no, I couldn't, no, you wouldn't, I be, wouldn't interested? be opposed. Oh, you wouldn't be opposed. Because but I don't think I could answer and say yes, I'd be opposed if it's already happened. I think this is what I think. If I were a guy yeah. and I was gonna have another guy I think another guy sucking my dick would be hell heck. No. Because they no. they know what they like. I don't care. Okay. You gotta listen to him grunt and burp and fart. And- Ew. Like just Ew. grumble around, and you're just like, no. You're 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 selling it out of your own wallet here. Okay. Oh, Girls sorry. are so pretty when they eat each other out. They're pretty when they go down on guys too. Okay. You both make valid points. <laughs> also, women are also gorgeous and beautiful when they're not on their knees. Uh huh. Yes. Just so that nobody throws that out there. <laughs> I've enjoyed not being, whatever is going with that. I have enjoyed being on my knees in front of a woman several times. Ooh, yes. Oh my. God, hot. Okay, I was going somewhere with this. And you already forgot. I'm curious where you were going. We were talking Side about Skittles. Uh huh. Yep. And the flag being off. The, the rainbow s- being off. The, the, yes, because mm-hmm. it's now it's because it's Pride important month. for Pride Month. I think that's cute. I'm not offended by it. I'm sorry to those who would be offended by it, but I think it's it's smart marketing. Right. It's cute and unoffensive. It's a good cause. It's a great cause. But what about like companies like Coca-Cola that just their whole marketing department is whatever the wagon's carrying this month, we're jumping on board. So like they don't give a shit. Like it could be on the West Coast, it could be uh, by Coca-Cola, we support um, George Bush. And on the East Coast, it's like by Coca-Cola, we support whoever ran against him, Bill Clinton. You know, like and they don't care that they're like Hippocratic. Hypocritical. Yeah, that's it. They're Hippocratic just, just, is something completely different. I, right. They just do it to the oath. I think <laughs> I think you just have to take each product by each product. I don't think you can mass quantity and say every product sucks because they just jump on right. whatever bandwagon. Hmm. Right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This This exact theory was highlighted in the movie Braveheart. Was it really? Yeah, Skittles? it was. <laughs> no, not skills. Uh, this is this is like the the skittles. 
Skittles. When Edward the Longshanks was trying to claim the throne of Scotland, you know, the King of England, uh, the, 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 um, fuck, what are they called? The rebels? The clan, the clan leaders um, supported them, supported Longshanks' claims in the lands in the south towards England and opposed it in the lands in the north, gaining the favor of the people by the lands of the north and gaining the favor of England by the lands in the south and pitting them against each other. Oh. So, yes, I, 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 it's been, it's been a, a practice in politics for a long time. Well, we're not going to talk Apparently about politics. Apparently, it's been a politics Sorry. in England for a long time. Let's, Hello, well, Ireland. Uh, Skittles. I mean, no, they're, they're we're being moving political, on. yes. We're moving on. We're moving on. Are we moving on? We are. So, we're going to talk about um, <laughs> another rainbow. I think oh, another, another rainbow. Skittles. Not Skittles. Another you can't eat these. Rainbow. They hurt when you step on them. They hurt when you include them in a bondage scene. Ooh, micro machines. Ooh. 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 No, micro machines are awesome. In bondage scenes? Are those those yeah. little, when you step on those, them? Those the little, little cars? cars? Little yeah. tiny they're cars? They're so cute, yeah. Those things hurt like a bitch when you step no, on them. No, they're roundy. No, they're, yeah, they've got wheels on them. Yeah, you they're can, You were playing with the wrong micro-machines. Oh. Mm. <laughs> what are you talking about? Legos. Legos. They've put out a, a special pride pack. Or no pack box container um, package. Something. Set. Set. Yeah, it's a Lego set. set. Yeah, okay, Lego set. That's the term it's we were looking for. Very cute, and if I can figure out how to put this picture on Discord and Fet Life, I will do that. It's very cute. It comes right. with. It looks like it comes with. Articles will do that. They'll yeah make random shit up and just um, throw it out there, and then you're like, oh, that's not it. I I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Or you could just Google like Pride Legos. I'm sure. Yeah, that's a good mm. idea. That's anyway, a really good idea. do you guys have any other information about Pride? Any anything events or um hit up your local local lg happening there's there's parades there's yeah. rallies there's there's parties there's are we gonna have a parade so here much. there's uh yes but this town isn't exactly the most pride oriented i beg to differ I don't sir know. I there is disagree. currently a pride oleander is if there? you go to the oleander area yeah. oh. yes there is a few people I won't mention my name because I don't know if they're okay with that, which I should have found out because this would have been really cool to talk about. But they have went around to their neighbors and uh, houses that are willing to let them put LGBTQ-inspired artwork up, like either on their fence, sidewalk, and chalk, whatever it is. And so, really? yeah. So they've and this is not the first year they've done it. They did it last year, I know for sure, and I think maybe before, but maybe not. Maybe last Shit. year was the first year. Okay, on the twenty fifth. Oh, wait, 25th and 26th, there's a pride party at the Tower Craft Bar. And this grill. is in our town? Truxton. The Tower Craft the Bar Tower. and Grill. Yeah. Because um, that other place moved out to Kern City. Yep. Um, And then there's another event, Rainbow Wishes in Studio Paint Party. Ooh, that's fun. Corks and Strokes. So oh, it's like a painting. I know one of them. Club. And that's on the 25th. So... There are things. There's, there are things. Yeah. And um, strokes and corks is very much what it sounds like. It's wine and painting. I love it. I want to go. They're they're awesome. You should. I should. You should definitely do that. Definitely should. You do should that. take friends. Okay, you want to go with me? Um, not much of a wine person. You can stroke. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. I might get kicked out, but. Who said I couldn't use my penis as a brush? YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> I said yellow. 
All right. So we're going to move on to more serious stuff. The more serious stuff? (laughs) Well. We've kind of done a little bit of both. Okay. We've gotten serious. More serious pride stuff? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, you want to lead us out on that? The seven facts about the Stonewall riots and the fight for LGBTQ rights. Yeah, is this going to be depressing and hardcore or is this going to be interesting? There might be some depression in there. I thought it would be cool to kind of go over them just quickly. Okay. So that people, if they're interested, they can look them up. And get more information. Okay. Um, because I thought it was cool that the first documented U.S. gay rights organization was found in Chicago in 1924. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Did not know that. It was um, oh, a German immigrant, I think, founded the Society for Human Rights. Uh, and it was um, Henry Gerber or Gerber? Gerber? I don't know. I probably shouldn't say Gerber. Let's go Gerber. 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 Yeah. Uh, during his U.S. Army services in World War One, he was inspired to create his organization by the Scientific Humanitarian Committee, a homosexual emancipation group in Germany. Nice. Like they, they encouraged it, and so he did. Um, and then, of course, you know, police raids and stuff forced the, the group to disband in 1925. Um, but 90 years later, the U.S. government finally designated uh, Gerber's Chicago House a National Historic Landmark. I like his, uh, he had a little newsletter called Friendship and Freedom. I yeah. think that's amazing. I love that name. Friendship and Freedom. Could you imagine how that would go over? Well, I don't really know what the, the 20s were a wild time, though. They had like the roaring 20s, so it was like. Yeah. Everything went. Yeah. Like everything goes. Everything was good. Women started wearing pantsuits. Yeah, we didn't really get like. Cut their hair short. Stop wearing gloves. Whole conservative Stop wearing thing, so. corsets. Ooh. They did. That's both. Awesome and also sad at the same time. I know, because I love the styles. Yeah. Mm. Of course, it's awesome. Um, I did not know that the Nazis made people wear pink triangles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was As a badge of, their... of pride. But that was a well, negative they, thing, right? It was a negative thing then, <laughs> but it's been reclaimed as a badge of pride. Oh, it is? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly where oh, the oh, pink triangle reclaimed, comes from. Reclaimed, reclaimed as a badge. Yep. I didn't read that part. Um, <laughs> so you wear a pink triangle? That's a thing? You can. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, it's just like... I just always thought it was a rainbow flag was your sign, was the sign. Well, the rainbow is all-encompassing of, like, all the different things. Okay. So what's the... Is the pink triangle a specific... I think it was just something that the gay Jewish community kind of Um, did at first. Okay. um, To kind of say, fuck you, this is ours. Like, we're no longer going to let it be associated with the horrors and mm-hmm. stuff that it was and, and we're gonna take it back for us yeah okay the star of david so kind and of it's... and also like a you didn't stop us mm-hmm. you know you tried you tried to fucking eradicate us and wipe us out and fuck you we're still here I like it and we're gonna be proud about it i like it i like it dead air dead air are you looking for your article are you going to read all seven no i was looking at the next one and i was like i don't know what is it throw it out there it's the um the three years before stonewall a protest for gay rights started in another new york city bar um and i was wondering if this is going to talk about the um the first gay clubs or i shouldn't say first but gay clubs became kind of tied in with the uh the east coast mafia in a way, because they were outlawed, and so the mafia decided that, hey, we can open gay clubs and sell a bunch of booze. And they did that. 
but then they would also blackmail the patrons of those clubs <laughs> and be like, you're going to give us Jeez. money or this, or we're going to out you to your community. Yeah. And I'm like, that's, that's a shitty situation. That's a really shitty but, situation. But they also, um, they also bribed the New York police department to turn a blind eye to the innocent, innocent in quotes conduct. Right. Happening. Well, that was just so they can make money behind closed doors. But yeah. Ooh, they also blackmailed wealthy gay patrons by threatening to out them. <gasps> That's hardcore said. stuff. You said I that? Know, yeah. I didn't hear that part. I was yep. reading. Sorry. No, you're fine. Sorry. Uh, you're fine. For, you're fine. For, you know. Some of these pictures are really hard to look at. Yeah, I'm, I'm skipping the pictures myself. Um, police also used a 19th century masquerade law to arrest people dressed in drag. So that was fun. A, there was a law about dressing up in masquerade? Yeah, it was something... Well, no, it was a, a law against dressing up in costume. And I think they used that, which existed until last year. Uh, like, if you <laughs> if you wore a mask into a bank, you would be arrested. Okay. But you do it every day now. Yeah, Like, it's, it's true. weird. And, in fact, if not even so much in a, in a bank, just in public, you weren't allowed to wear a mask. Um, or you could be stopped... I don't know if you could be arrested, but you, I know you'd be cited for it and questioned, you know, stopped and questioned. Like, what are you doing? Why are you wearing a mask? You know, you couldn't use the excuse of, well, it's snowing outside because, I mean, look where we live. Right. But so I'm sure that law wasn't really in effect so much back east or up north or places where it snows or get cold. But, but yep. Yeah. It's got to be the hardest job in the world. Bank teller in a ski resort town. True. Or, or the easiest. Guard. It could be the easiest job. You just don't even have to go to work. You just crack open the door and hope people leave their deposit slips. <laughs> <laughs> there was also, on the night of the Stonewall riots, police actually barricaded themselves inside the bar. Why? Were they afraid? They were very much afraid because there was a lot of angry and pissed off motherfuckers outside. Oh, yeah. Because they raided the bar with, you know, however many they had. I'll say 20. I don't know the actual numbers. I'm sure you could look them up fairly easily. But yeah, so they went in, 20 people, you know, badasses, bashing heads and, and breaking shit and doing, you know, just whatever they wanted. And then as they were inside, outside, the crowds grew larger and larger and larger and to the point where they decided, oh shit, it's unsafe for us to leave. Like, yeah. They will tear us apart. And they probably would have. They made a smart choice staying. Yeah. I mean, that was... So the police went in and bashed some heads of oh, yeah. what was going on in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which and was the people, a, a normal thing to happen. The people like they would go into said, the hey, clubs. enough is enough, motherfuckers. You come out of that place and we're going to fucking kill you. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, so they, scary. I, I don't remember hearing any of this stuff. This is frightening. No, it's, this, is, this is stuff that unless you do some digging, you won't hear it. <sighs> yeah. It was buried. Just like a lot of our history. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Columbus. <laughs> well, even that one... <laughs> Like like the the Tulsa massacre, yeah. I didn't know anything about it until a fucking HBO series taught me about it in two really? or nineteen ninety or two thousand nineteen. Wow, I knew nothing. Never even heard of it. Juneteenth, another thing uh-huh. I had no idea existed. What's that? I don't want to say and get it wrong. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Google. Okay, I'm, I'm. This is this is direct from the Google. Okay, Juneteenth. Uh, also known as Freedom Day, Jubilee Day, Liberation Day, and Emancipation Day, is a holiday celebrated by the uh, celebrating the emancipation of those who have been enslaved in the United States. So that is Juneteenth. Okay. Okay. And there was something about 
I remember reading about like because when the Thirteenth Amendment was added, it wasn't really immediately in effect, like no, the wasn't. way it's portrayed in, in certain movies and stuff. Like, oh, okay, we're all free, yay, let's go, we're free. Let's... Like it was very much fought against, and and you know, well, that doesn't exist down here. We're not going to abide by that, or you're not, you know, you, you're not allowed to leave. Like it was. And and I think Juneteenth was also marked as as the day when, um, a cavalryman, caval caval whatever, some an officer and and like a and the you know a member of of the services, high ranking, came in to the south and said, "We're here to put a stop to this shit. Mm-hmm. They are free," and that was kind of like, "Oh shit, okay," like there was no you know can't fight it no more. Let's get back to topic. Yeah. Oh, okay. That was kind of my fault because I didn't know what Juneteenth was. So it's okay. Segway, sideway, sidetrack. Yeah, it's anyway. coming up anyway. I mean, it'll be shortly after this episode airs. True. So it's okay. it's, it's, it's relevant. Fitting. It is yeah. relevant. But we are talking about gay pride right now. We True. Are. Not and that the other one's not important because it is. And the, they, um, the organizers of the first gay pride parade opted for the pride slogan over gay power. Nothing? So pride in quotes. <laughs> right. They wanted to yell pride instead of gay power. Right. Okay, I like that better. Yeah, well, that was their their thinking uh, was like, we have no power, but we damn sure have pride. Yeah. yeah. So that's where they went with it. And I think that's really cool. That was smart. Yep. So um, they also chanted in the march, in the parade, I'm assuming. Um, they chanted, say it loud, gay is proud. Oh. That's at the end of that um, paragraph. The official chant for the march? Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that wasn't the first one, or at the first one. Yeah. That's interesting. I like that. I know I've heard that before, but yeah. I didn't know it So it that goes all the way back all the way to, back from Pride. that's from the first gay parade. When was that? Uh, the first Pride Parade. So Pride the parade, 66 sorry. or 69? Oh, I and just it, had it. It oh, says, and it's gone off my phone, see. so that's... <laughs> no dress or age regulations. I have a question so, for you guys. So that was that was the seven. Oh, well, most of them. Most okay. of the seven. Yeah. What do you have a question for? What is your take on somebody who is not under the rainbow flag? What is your take on them going to a pride event? I think it's awesome. Fucking epic. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want to go? I don't know. I've heard. I've heard the other side of that argument is it's not yours. But uh, but you're I in can, support. I think. I can, yeah, as long as you're there to support and not make it about you. Oh yeah. Like I'm here because my daughter is gay. What? What's yeah. wrong with that? They're making it about them. How are they Instead making of it about them? Saying I'm here to support my daughter. Oh who well, is gay. I agree with that. So there's kind of a, a weird like, or I shouldn't say weird, I think, but like I a, think that's a little splitting hairs. It is splitting hairs, but it's also valid. There are people that that for the people really that are... like want their kid or whoever to be a part of something for to glorify themselves yes yes okay for those assholes yeah i say stay the hell at home but if you're going there to if you're going there because this is my this is my son this is my daughter this is my child that is non-binary that is homosexual that is bisexual that is whatever that doesn't conform to society i'm here regardless of them saying i'm here for them it's it's the same thing, is it not? 
I don't know. I don't know if I can answer that question. Shit, I would love it if my parents would have supported me for anything in my sexuality beyond telling me abstinence until marriage. Oh, sex is a beautiful thing when you're married to a woman. Right. It's like, really? Why? Why why not just support? I mean, if if you're going to if you're going to be there to support somebody, it shouldn't have to be said. I'm here to support my child. I'm here to support my family. Right. I I mean, I understand what you're saying. And I wish that for you too. I wish that had been the case for you. Okay. Um, But as a parent who has tried to raise their children to be open and accepting of everything, every yeah. lifestyle, every person, no matter what they are, um, we went to gay events all okay. the time. They had them at CSUB. We, I took my kids when they were little. They were young. We, my best friends were gay. We hung out every weekend. We did Hanukkah. We did all those little, the all the little things, um, <laughs> holidays. The all the little holidays together. All the little things. My kids loved them like ants, right? Right. But at the time, I was straight. I think I I felt like I was straight. Um. I think you were closeted straight plus. Yeah, but but at the time I was portraying straight. I right. guess we'll just go with that. Well, that's what you felt you were. Yeah. Um, but I was there because of the energy and the positivity and the love that was there, that energy, and to teach my kids that it's all good. Right. And there's nothing to be ashamed of, and there's no reason why you can't be there in a supportive, happy stance. Right, enjoying other humans. Yeah. So just, is so is that? Do you think that's a problem? I don't know because I wasn't I, there for myself. I don't like, have that. Uh, I don't have. I don't. I don't hold the other opinion. So it's hard for me to say if you know what. I don't know what their what their argument is exactly. So have you talked to anyone in the LGBTQ community who has had a negative response to no, straight? I'm just basing this off of like. Facebook conversations I've witnessed mm. from the side, you know. Okay. And it, and and it kind of got me thinking like can you can you hurt a movement by uh, like if yeah, I mean I know you can if you're there for the wrong reasons, you know, kind of like if you're trying to make it about you and it's not, but I mean other than that isn't support just support in a positive way? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there are people that go as looky-loos and to see the quote unquote crazy abnormal people yeah but they're right? easy to spot they've got like massive flags and but i could see shit. how they would not be welcome well if they're just yeah, there to start shit. make fun or yeah. or derogatory comments under their breath and i think that depends on the people too because like there, there's people that would be like fuck you get out of here and there's other people that'd be like hi, my name is such and such. Let me tell you about me. You know, like they'd actually want to reach out and try to engage and, and have a conversation and kind of stop all the hate. Like everything is just so much this side or that side kind of shit yeah. that it's like, it hurts and it sucks. But did you happen to see the topic that was thrown out on Facebook on the poly page about our poly couples considered under the flag, under the rainbow flag? I did. Did you comment on that? No, I did not. I did. Because I still feel like I'm still learning. Yeah. 
Like I don't have, I shouldn't have an opinion on that. I mean, I can have an opinion, but I don't think it, it's not an educated I think opinion. Greedy should weigh in on this conversation. Yeah. Um, so on Facebook, a comment was made on the Poly page about should the Poly community be part of the, like be under the rainbow flag? Should they be considered part? I, I have mixed feelings on that. Um, there are a lot of people in the poly community that are gay, bi, trans, everything in the spectrum of the LGBT, LGBTQ community. But there are also people that are vehemently opposed to the LGBTQ community that are part of the poly community. And Really? Even yes. if they are bi or trans or no, oh no, no. I'm talking about like straight, straight. Uh, typically, it's one man with a dozen women or however many women that are also that also happen to be a deeply religious household. So, in this household, do the women not? No, they do not. Oh. They they have sex with a man only. Oh, are you talking about like sister wives type thing? Yeah, that's that's one way. Yes, that's a drastic or not a drastic. That is a, that a is a dramatization example. of it. Yeah, that's a dramatization. Yes, um, but that's that's roughly what I'm talking about. There are okay. I was part of a Facebook group specifically for polyamory. Okay, and when I told people on that group that I am in a relationship with a married woman, that was as much as I could get out. Suddenly, oh, you fucking cuck. Wow. Exactly. Wow. The fact that I'm not just there to have 75 women in my little house. Could you imagine 75 women? <laughs> Fuck no. Jeez. No, I, I, think, I think my threshold is like oh, three. Three? Yeah, if that. Wow. Um, You're a much better but, man than me. What I'm what I'd go crazy. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so You're my number Lala. <laughs> my point is there I have are, two men, so <laughs> I'm good. True. Exactly. And they would find that disgusting. In the poly group? Yes. But not not everybody in the poly group. There are people in the poly group. I'm not saying the poly group as a whole would be uh, upset about that okay that, it confuses me because i feel like people in poly relationships would be like uh like us exactly open to other people's um kinks and okay. fetishes and you like, would open but and accepting of anybody because they also live a different kind of lifestyle. lifestyle yeah but that's that's new school poly whereas old school because poly's been around longer than yeah, a lot of things, and so the traditional ones that he's talking about was, you know, very much the man would have like say seven wives, and he would sleep with one of them per night, or you know, whatever mm -hmm. the right. whatever uh, his, you're my Monday wife, right? Whatever his schedule was, right? Didn't matter. They didn't even have. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know that for a fact, but like the way I I assume it i guess is that it's it's very he says goes kind of man rules all rar so that's the old poly and yeah. the new poly is more accepting and, and yeah because it comes from a place of love rather than just dominant 
Oh, okay. Or not maybe not dominance, but uh, greed. Oof. Yeah. Lust. I, I I really okay. So so for the people that are in religiously based poly relationships, okay, I'm not saying your polyamory is any less valid than mine. Okay, what I am saying is it's not your right to dictate what polyamory for me has to be. That's a good point. Yeah, I agree okay. with that. I, I'm saying it's not my right to say what you can or cannot do either. But when I come when I come to a poly group and say, hey, I've got this girl. I've got this girl. I've got this girl. This girl has her husband and has a boyfriend. Well, if you're okay with me saying I've got this girl and this girl and this girl, and then you call me a fucking cuck because this girl happens to have a husband that suddenly no more one penis policy, I say, fuck you. Well, there you have it. Yeah, that's that's sweet. That was that was to the point. Extra cherries well, on top of that, Frosty. Right, some sprinkles. It's it's a personal opinion. Can they be okay. spring, rainbow sprinkles at least? Put a little Ooh, color on there. I can't have sweets. Lawless. Hey, listen, Stop. listen. Stop. <laughs> um, I'll give you some rainbow. I'm sprinkles. not trying to be negative. No, no, about please. people's choices and their poly polyamory choices. Like okay. I'm sure you're not either, even though you just told them to f off. Well, um, you have to realize uh, not not like. And we know that there's there's going to be polycules out there that are highly religious. They go to church yeah. and and they're they're fine. That's not who we're talking about. We're no, talking no. about a specific. I'm talking about the the people that try and dictate what my poly can or cannot yeah. be. Okay. Okay. Do because of your religion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But going back to the question. Okay. What was the question? I forgot. Do you believe that the polyamory? lifestyle should be considered part of the rainbow flag okay inherently based in sexuality and sexual identity okay yeah it is based in a relationship identity it should in that we're facing the same fucking struggles that the lgbtq community faced in their beginning right okay we face the same discrimination and it's it's based on a relationship model that we that we have adopted that we either have chosen or feel is right for us or have been led to it's it's not conforming to society and that is the exact same struggle that the gay community as a whole fought against still fight and still fight mm-hmm. yes okay so when i answered this question i was looking at it in a completely different Please, way throw it at me which you're not wrong, and I don't think I'm wrong, but at the same time, hearing your comment makes me feel wrong. Lola, so, can okay. I tell you something? Yes. You're not wrong. Okay. Yeah. So no. well, let's hear my thought first. was, um, because a lot of poly relationships that I know of, they are not just male and female based. They are a triad of two women and a man that all love each other and all have sexual encounters together, or two and two, or three and two. But they're all sexual with each other. Those are the ones that I know of. Now, I... So, to me, that should be... That should go under the rainbow flag because they are bisexuals, we'll just call it. Um, And as far as, like, my polycule, I have a straight husband. I have a straight boyfriend. But I am bi. Okay. As we discussed earlier because I didn't know what to call myself. 
So if a female was brought into the group, I would be with her, but the two, and the two guys technically could be with her. So in that case, because me and her are an item, I feel like we should be under the flag because we are showing our bisexuality. Can I stop you? Yes, because, and I don't know, I'm not, I'm just, these are my thoughts. I don't know if I'm right or wrong. (laughs) That umbrella flag would come over you and her and leave them out. Okay. So it would have nothing to do with your polycule okay. and everything to do with uh, you as sexuality. Person. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I No, that really makes a lot of sense. I agree with you. Yes, your your line of thinking is accurate. Okay. Uh-huh. But I also agree with Thief. Okay. It would it would definitely encompass you and her. Okay, so okay? but if a polycule had males on males and girls on girls and vice versa and all that. If it were if it were all encompassing where all members were uh, gay by um, just sexual together pan. in every way. Yes, then it would that 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 would probably encompass all of it, but not because it's called a but polyamory. But not because it's poly, right? Yeah. Okay. No, that makes sense. I that makes a lot of sense, and I feel like I feel so much more clear on it because I have. I think my comment was something along that, and then I said I would be. Yeah. I personally would be honored to be under the flag as a poly group i'll own i'll own that flag myself i mean you should too yeah i would be honored but if i don't fit it i don't want to take it undeservedly okay so do you think any of your straight partners i'm assuming you have straight partners yeah okay do you think any of them would be opposed to you or would would not at least be allies to you being in the lgbtq community Oh, they definitely would support me. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's it right there. Okay. But because there are people in the poly community that completely oppose the LGBTQ, I know it's hard to understand. I'm it's making an ugly face, Gothamites, if you're wondering why he's trying to like... <laughs> calm you? Calm me. Not calm me, but just like... Or, yeah, I guess he is, huh? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Don't because there are people that identify as polyamorous that are opposed to gay rights, to trans rights, to bisexual, to whatever. That, in my opinion, is what keeps the poly group as a whole out from under the umbrella. It just it just confuses me. Right. But if you're fine. out there listening right now and you're like, well, I'm in a poly relationship and I have a rainbow flag and I'm not taking it down. Good. Hell yeah. Don't. I support that. We're not trying to talk you out of any damn thing at all. And if you're poly and you are not supportive of all the other alternate lifestyles and you're living one, that really confuses me. Well, can you just please send me an email and explain why? Oh, Oh, God. You're going to get Bible quotes. Pandora's box. I don't want Bible (laughs) quotes. I won't read it. I, I was Mormon. I... Just any kind of religious stuff I won't read. But if you want to explain yourself without religious quotes, I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. Put it in your own words. Yes. Um, we should move on. Okay. What are we moving I, on That was to? a good question. That was a really good question. Um, thank you, Facebook polyamory group. I don't remember which one it was, but because uh, I'm in two of them. <laughs> was, but two. Um, Only two? There's two of them that I'm in. I'm in like nine. Well... Kudos to you, mister. I'm in one, but it's basically all the same people from our local kink community that I see posting. So I'm There's like, a lot of people in there I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that too. And, yeah. and there's the the new people that come in and like, where are the bitches at? And they're like, bye, block, kick, exactly. burn. That's so and funny. And everybody's just like, 
really? Did that do? <laughs> they just do that? Like, what the hell? And uh, yeah, apparently that person was a longtime stalker of that group. Was oh, was really? there for a long time and never said anything. And that was what they opened with I after months and months came of off wrong. Because <laughs> I do that, you know, like I I could easily that could have easily been me, but I also wouldn't have just gone quiet on it. Or like I would have been like, I'm sorry that you know if that came off weird, I that I meant it in a playful kind of way, and yeah, you I'm would have sorry. explained yourself. Yeah. And your entry was very funny. I read the whole thing. And did I, you? I did. I loved it. I got a little long winded. <laughs> I even edited out a lot of did shit. You? Yeah, it was so good. And people, people were like, "Wow, that was a lot." But welcome. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh was, my goodness it was, gracious! It was fun and very freeing to write yeah to just yeah to just speak a little bit of truth about myself yeah so gothamites if you are not um a friend of thief of dreams you should probably just check out his fat profile because there's some fun writings on there he's a good writer mm. <laughs> yeah in the writings <laughs> there there are some have you writings. read any of his books yeah i've I, got through i have two of three them of them uh, okay uh, i think you gave me three three or four i've got four okay um, I I have... do you have the little one yeah yeah Okay, then there's one you don't. I don't know which one you don't have. Okay. I'll pull all four I'll have of to them pull out, mine out and again and look at them. Um, I think I bought them. No, you won them. Oh, oh that's right. Yes. In a raffle. I, I've read he two. I've read two. I'm going to read the other ones. Neener, neener. Gave him his too. Well, actually, neener, no, that's neener. not true. He had to win on okay, a raffle. I did. Yes, but do you know what the raffle was? No. I had everybody that wanted to be in it list their like their PayPal or their cash apps or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then if you, and then you had you to randomly send somebody, to somebody else. Yeah, you could just oh. donate to them and then get with me and tell me and I'd put your name in for the raffle. Okay. So like ran, you know, random strangers were giving random strangers money. Okay. And like it was a, it was a, a really little. cool oh, idea. Oh, that's fun. Cuz it wasn't it wasn't like thief saying, "Hey, give me money to get into this right. raffle." It was, "Hey, give someone else money, someone that you don't know money." To get into this raffle, and I will fucking give somebody all of my books. Wow! But do you know what happened? I won. Who you won? Who got the money? All the I cute, don't know. all the cute girls. That I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think about it at the time, but yeah, people just because because their names would be pretty close to their their Facebook names, and so I'm sure okay. people would just look them up and uh-huh. yeah. So the, the cute girls got a I lot didn't, of money. I, okay, so I I picked a person at random. I looked through the list of. Uh, 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 PayPal names, right? And I just clicked one, nice. and I sent them money. Good, I'm glad. You and that was that. it. I, I have no idea who it was. <laughs> if you're a listener, please tell me that it was you. <laughs> How much money did you send? I think it was like fifteen. That doesn't matter. Don't I? What I was just what rude. Well, rude the listener ass. may n- not remember. Well, so okay, so well, that's true. So so uh, I want to say he said this was that a couple years ago. He said right? send at least five dollars. Yeah, and I thought you know that would be really chicken shit if I did that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna send something did. and you know really make somebody's day. You, you could know, have sent five dollars to three people and gotten your name in the raffle three times. That wasn't my goal. I honestly I didn't think I would win. Actually, I think he did get his name in three times. How? I think I did do that. The five dollars was per per raffle entry because oh. whoever you sent to, I hit them up and like, hey, so and so said they sent you money. Did they send you? Yes. How much did they send you? And then I. Really? Was, yeah. Oh. Okay, I misread that then. 
Well, it doesn't oh, matter. Oh, I don't know if I put that in there. That okay. was just what I what I did. Well, I I was just going for hey, I'm gonna be some I'm gonna be the asshole that sends more than the minimum, right? And you know, fuck them if they you know. Well, if don't. somebody had like sent like a hundred dollars, I wouldn't have you know I would have been like all right, so you get five entries, you know, like I it wasn't a a yeah. set thing that I yeah, was going yeah. by. But. Hey, this was fun and all, but let's move back on to the podcast, shall we? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got the mics. How are you doing? <laughs> Thanks for sticking around for the that mumbo jumbo there. Um. We're going to talk about 13 condom... Condom? Condom 13 condoms? Condoms. 13 condoms. 13 condoms. That's going to that's gonna be one one really, we, really slow Viking year. We could make up this list right now. 13 condom myths about BDSM. Condom, condom myths. Condom myths. Oh, every BDSM club requires that you use a condom regardless of your fluid bonding status between you and your partner. Right. Uh, myth number two. <laughs> Are we really doing this? If the condom breaks, the spermicide will still keep you safe. If you're hungry, there are edible condoms at every BDSM club. Oh. You know, that might be true. Well, that, not, not at every. That was myth number three, okay? Four, you're up, you're up greedy. Oh, okay. Um, banana condoms actually taste like chocolate banana condoms. Interesting. I need to get some some flavored condoms and test this theory. You're on under, you're on is number. Is that myth number oh, five? Oh, I'm on number five. Yeah. Oh, God damn we're, it. We're doing a um, circle. This is circle time. It is. It's a circle jerk. <laughs> so myth number five. You can play with anybody you want to. That has nothing to do with condoms. God damn it. Um, <laughs> as long as you're wearing a condom. No. You can say that. Yeah, but you just stole it. Somebody's gonna no. wear a condom Fuck. on their ear. It was yours. I'm just helping you remember it. <laughs> I can't. Oh, <laughs> myth number five. If he's too big for a condom, believe him. <laughs> if, if he says he's too big for a condom, believe him. Um, Forget about the fact that you can fit one over the whole top of your whole fucking person in your head. And then your arms inside of it as well without it before it breaks. Something tells me you've tried this. Yes. There's a video. Oh, oh I don't God, know if I, I still have see it. This. I think it was deleted because it got taken down off of YouTube. But it was basically that. It was somebody told me that, oh, well, he said he can't wear condoms because they're too small. And I was like, okay, let me show you why this is bullshit. And had a condom <laughs> and ended up getting it. Like, it took a little work, but I got it all the way down underneath my eyes, over the top of my head, before my fingers actually punched through and broke it. Myth number six. <laughs> there is a very popular party. Where as every member enters, they get a condom out of a bowl. And in that bowl, there is a golden condom. <laughs> Ooh, and that's the lucky person that that's, gets to... That's the lucky condom. You know, I've been to that party. <laughs> it's a myth. It's not. It's not a myth. I swear to God, There's it no is golden not. Con- ah. The unicorn exists. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> if you're a unicorn, you must wear a condom on your horn at all times. Otherwise, you'll get glitter on everything. Yes. Oh God. <laughs> 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 um, if you double sleeve it, it's four times the protection. <laughs> <laughs> what, are we, what are we at? Uh, uh, that, that was, was seven. seven. So this will be eight. Ah, <laughs> uh, number eight myths about condoms. <laughs> I have one. Oh. 
I I just I just don't I want to go away from the myth and give real advice and I, and I can't do that. Nope, no, don't. How no. could I how could I flip that around? The oh. opposite? Exactly the opposite? What would the opposite of that be? It's perfectly fine to keep a condom in your wallet for 7 years before you use it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Special takes a special kind of person to wear that condom. Yes, it does. Yeah, a very special person. Uh, glittered condoms don't hurt. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking <laughs> sadist that over was, here. That you were eight, I was nine. You're ten. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I can't even think. <laughs> Vaseline is an acceptable lube for all forms of condoms. Oh, and that is a myth. Just so you're aware, myth. these that are is, myths. People. That is the, the tenth myth okay. of our common myths about condom, condom myths. Condom myths about BDSM. And now we will segue into the thirteen common myths about BDSM. <laughs> wait, 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 no, no, no! You're on eleven. You're on eleven. God damn it! I thought we were going to stop you. at ten. No, we're good. We we can stop <laughs> at ten. The thirteen myths of condoms. Oh. I don't have any more. You, you're dig have deep. To, I, I have to come deep. up with another one too. I dug for that. Right. All right, go. All right, myth number eleven: condom myths about BDSM. Condom myths. Condom. Not about BDSM, just condom myths. Oh, just condom myths. Yeah. Okay. Oh, wait. Is it about B? Whatever. Do I mean, you. It, you do you. Okay. Um, if it comes off during sex and you leave it inside your partner, you don't have to wear a new one next time. <gasps> oh, God. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I cannot believe you went there. <laughs> oh. All right. Number 12. Myth. Um, they call it an ICD. Huh? Sort of IUD. <laughs> Internal condom device. <laughs> I had one and it left, it, it left my brain. Um, I thought you were going to say you had a condom in you. You can use balloons as condoms. Safely or? It's a myth. You can. Oh, okay. Yeah. What if you could? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Water balloons. Because <laughs> they're tiny and really tight. And so they'll really keep your spermy dudes inside. Uh, call back to Lala's earlier myth. Edible condoms are perfectly effective as a uh, birth control barrier. Oh, nice. and a great source of vitamins and minerals. And a great source of vitamins and minerals. And they, they guaranteed never cause any sort of yeast infection. Can or, we can or, we talk about or, this water balloon condom thing? Because <laughs> if you keep going and going and it expands, does it turn into like a nodding thing? An, oh. All I'm picturing is a, a water grenade condom. You know, the, the you remember water grenades when we were yes. kids? How they, you blow them up and they look like a pineapple grenade. Right. Can you imagine one of those sheathed over your cock? Could you imagine how tight Ooh. that would bl- that would sh- shut the blood off? Your tip would fall off if you left that on there. Self-inflicted priapism. So freaking tight. Right. Party foul. Ooh, not me. Someone's phone is making noise. No, it's a computer. No, it's a computer. Someone's computer is making noise. <laughs> you mean the computer that made noise one time while your phone is vibrated seven times on the table? I can't help it. My kid keeps asking me questions. Mm, about eggs. 
<laughs> about condoms. Well, <laughs> when a man and a woman love each other very much. Hey, but seriously, that was fun and all, but we should <laughs> let's talk about thirteen common myths of about BDSM. Oh, okay. Would you like to do that? I would like to do that. How about you throw your phone again? <laughs> Did you guys see it after it went off the one time? I kind of went to throw it up here on this ottoman, and I missed, and it landed way over oh, there. I did not. I saw you kind of do that, but I didn't. I didn't catch what was happening. Okay, we're having too much fun. We have not been together in like three weeks. Right. And but so, number one, oh, common myth about BDSM is it's a rare phenomenon. It's a rare phen- BDSM is a rare phenomenon. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> BDSM yes. is a rare phenomenon. Very right. rare. Very okay. rare. All right. Is there some uh, information about that? Well, a study by Durex. Hello, condoms. <laughs> See? See? I knew there's a reason oh, we did that. All right. Uh, a study by Durex found that 37% of people in the UK have engaged in some form of bondage or binding, blindfolding. Only, only 37%. 36. 37. Yes. That surprises me. Well, that's 37% that admitted to it. Oh, yeah. There's probably a lot of people out there that have tried things that don't want to say. Or maybe it scared the shit out of them and they're like, I'm never talking about that or anything else. Like, maybe it traumatized them. Yeah. All right. Number two, common myth. Number two. It is a new fad. Yeah. BDSM is a very new fad. Just came about. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. That? Or right. BDSM first gained mainstream momentum in the 1940s with the popularization. Did I say that right? Yes, you did. Of pinup girls and fetish magazines. Nope. As well as the birth of the leather subculture in the gay community after World War II. Nope. I know for a fact that it wasn't a thing until E.L. James. E.L. James? Well, Fifty that was... Shades. Oh. <laughs> There's a reason I didn't oh. recognize that name. Right. Yeah. So you want to do number three? No. Why? Because I'm still stuck on uh, the, the condom myths. This well, is... I mean, he is number three. Oh. Exactly. Please tell me. It is defined by sadistic and masochistic acts. Ooh. BDSM is. These are myths, by the way. Yeah. Says there is a distinction between BDSM and sexual sadism and masochism, which involve actual physical or psychological suffering to one's partner or oneself, respectively. BDSM, on the other hand, involves only the role playing of such acts, with a heavy concern for safety and the prevention of harm. So, I'm kind of confused about what they're saying there. There's a distinction between BDSM and sexual sadism and masochism. Yeah. But then they get into the whole, which includes actual physical or psychological suffering to one's partner, which would be the sadism, masochism, BDSM, on the other hand, involves only the role playing of such acts with a heavy concern for safety and the prevention of harm. That, yeah, okay, yeah. I mean, you're mumbling a lot, so our listeners are going to be like, well, I don't understand what he's trying to they get should across. Read, they should read these, son. <laughs> they, they should definitely read these. I know, I, I was trying to read it to myself to make it make sense, and, and it, it does. I just, the way I read it the first time didn't come across right for some reason so 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 the way this list is going is it's it's giving us the myth and then it's giving us the reality right right so what what thief is trying to say is that the reality is it's involves role-playing of bdsm itself yeah involves the role-playing of sadism and masochism oh yeah that's the yeah sorry um but we have the heavy concern for safety and which separates the which it uh, not all sado 
masochistic stuff is doesn't encapsulate BDSM as a whole. Correct. There's many other things. Right, right. Right. And also this list is from W. Debbie. Debbie? Debbie Debra. Oh, Debra? Debra W. <laughs> so. <laughs> who is a sex researcher, neuroscientist, and writer at York University in Toronto, Canada. Uh, she's contributed to Harper's Pacific Standard, Men's Health, and many others. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. Number four. Yes, ma'am. The dominant partner is the one in control. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a big fat myth. In reality... BDSM the bottom. Yeah. usually consists of a dominant dom or top partner and a submissive sub or bottom one. Although the dominant would appear to be the one running the show, it is actually doms that perform to please their subs. Hence, subs are often nicknamed bossy bottoms. I've never heard of that. Mm. What I know of it is, because I've experienced it, is that when we say we don't like that, Yeah. We're controlling the scene. Oh yeah, because so. you're gonna stop doing that because we don't like it. You're yeah. gonna do something that we like. So who's in control? Puppet master, us. Yes, very much so. <laughs> uh, now I'm picturing you with your hand right up Bradler's ass. <laughs> Especially if you're a brat. Spank because, me with that. Oh. I am a brat. With the hand mm. up his ass. No. Oh. No, but I would definitely be a brat and be like, I don't like that. that. Spank me with the other thing. Mm-hmm. I would even, oh, hmm. speaking of other things, mm. I made some other things. You did? Yeah. What other things? Some floggers. I saw them. I wanted to show you. I want to see them done. in real life. Okay, we'll definitely yep. do that. Could you read number five? Yes, I can. Number five are, is, are. <laughs> number five are. are. <laughs> partners are either dominant or submissive. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you winch. <laughs> Well, Uh, she's dominant. She is very much so. Many in the community identify as being a switch, which means they are open to taking on either the dominant or submissive role, depending on their mood or their partner's preference or their own fucking preference, which I guess is their own. Greedy is over here cheering for the switch side. Yep. 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 He's all switch. He's a switchy switcheroo. What can I say? I was going to say all switch all the time, but that wouldn't really make sense. That makes perfect sense. Yeah? Yeah. What if you're in a, in a subspace? Well, I might just snap out and want to go dominate somebody. I have that problem. What? What's the problem? Power play. You don't oh, like yeah. it? I love it. But uh, you want to be in control? Like, like if, I've, if I've given control and they, they give a little, there's something sometimes that'll just be like, now I want control. Like and and I'm gonna take it and you're gonna have to fight me for it, or I'm taking it away from you. You want to wrestle? Let's go. Yeah. I'm ready. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, number six. Mm-hmm. A person who is dominant or submissive in real life will prefer a similar role in BDSM. So what this is saying, like, if your job, if you're a dominant role in your job, you're probably dominant in BDSM. Right. This is the myth. Or if you're like a peon at work then you're probably a submissive in the BDSM role. Right. This is a myth. Because Huge generally, myth. without even reading what it says, it's actually the opposite. Let's re- read what it says. Okay. As a sex researcher, I can't count the number of men I've interviewed who identify as type A alpha males at work and in their relationships, yet love to be walked around on in a leash and spanked. People who are dominant in the real life will take on a submissive role in the bedroom and vice versa. So I basically said that. 
Yeah. Can we also talk about how you said you're a sex reacher? Yes. <laughs> I did say sex reacher. I want to see you reach some sex. But right. I really meant researcher. I just... You, you corrected yourself. I can read. Yeah. I just wanted to uh, throw that back and so throw you under the bus. For some of you guys mm-hmm. that don't know, I, I, was, I was dyslexic for most of my life. Really? Yes. I did not know But this. I can read and I can write, but I still am dyslexic with a clock with a face. I cannot tell you what time it is on a, on a face clock. Is that... That's... Yeah. That's me. That makes sense. I, I, I don't think I'm dyslexic and I have a hard time. Like, I have to stop and be like, okay. On the clock? Yeah. Yeah. And, well, even reading, too. Okay. Like, I will, I'll read something. And I think a lot of it is because I didn't learn how to read from anybody that taught me. I mm-hmm. learned from books. So there's a lot of shit that I mispronounced my whole life. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, knowing that it's wrong, I, my brain you won't still say it. Yeah. I, you've, you've given us a few words. I can't remember them off yeah. the top of my head. But yeah, I, I, I do know you've, you've shared that with us before. Yep, yep. So if I do mess up, that is why sometimes I get things confused. Okay, you number seven. Mm-hmm. BDSM is about whips and chains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's only about whips and chains. That's right. It's only. That's it. That's it. That's it. Whips and chains, huh? But mm-hmm. like vanilla or non-kinky sex, individual preferences vary. From the somewhat tame use of silk scarves and blindfolds to more extreme pursuits such as needle play, which involves piercing the body with hypodermic needles. Mm. Erotic electrostimulation, which is exactly what it sounds like. And sounding, which is inserting objects vertically into the male urethra. And they Uh, use... Or female. Three... Yeah, I don't know why it says male. They use three examples that I am a big fat red on. I can't watch it. I can't be in the room. Hold on. I can't read about it. I can't look at it. Really? Yeah. No all three of you? those. <laughs> all three of those sent shivers up my spine. Electrostimulation, I have no clue about. I, mean, like I know a, what yes, it is. I just have never wand. tried it. Yes. No, I thought you did. No, no, no that is not an Eastim. No. Eastim, Eastim would be a TENS unit. Oh, then what is electric? Elect, what, say it. What's Electro- electric stimulation. Yeah, what's Eastim that? is a TENS unit. I don't like that. I've had that. That's okay. I didn't like it. I haven't had it yet. My I kink it is was not this, your kink, okay, and that's okay. But I thought that was the same thing as like electric play, like like the tens unit, the uh, the little wandy thing. Okay, electric play encompasses uh, e stem, uh, violet wand, neon wand. Okay, all of these things are electric play, but e stem is not a violet wand. But is but are they specifically saying e stem? Oh, no. Electric stimulation. Oh, yeah. Electrostimulation. Oh, Electrostimulation. Okay. Um, but all they say is it's exactly what it sounds like. And then now we're finding out it's it's not necessarily. Yeah, it's, because there's I more to was it confused. Than it's simple. I don't even like electric blankets. All right. I don't either. <laughs> they scare me. Plus, I'm, yeah, scare I'm me too hot anyway. Like, get the fuck yeah, off me with you that are. shit. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine. Yum. BDSM. It always involves some form of sexual contact. <laughs> I call BS. I can't tell you how many scenes I've had that had nothing sexual, no no spark whatsoever. Yes, I'll read what it says after that. Orgasm during a scene is not always necessary for sexual gratification. For example, one man I spoke with enjoyed being humiliated by being whipped by his partner and told repeatedly that he had a small penis. Degradation. 
Yes. Sex for him did not involve any physical contact with her. Gratification would arrive in the form of going home after the scene ended to masturbate while replaying these events in his mind. Okay, that's pretty specific too. It, like, is pr- it doesn't have to be. She did say be... she interviewed this man. Right, one man. But yeah, it, I mean, a lot of it has nothing to do with sex. Or it doesn't have to have anything to do with sex. No. Some of it does. It's yeah. all up to the person. I mean, and some of the things that might turn me on might not turn you on. Right. But you might still do it for your partner because they enjoy the physical sensations and not as a sexual act. So if, if you've been to a dungeon play party and you've walked around and watched the different scenes, and I'm talking like in L.A., San Francisco, Chicago, the big cities where they have big venues where just floors and rooms and stuff where you can really meander you're going to see such a wide range you're going to see pickup play that they're not going to have any sexual contact because they just met they're not going to be sexual but you're going to go next door and you're going to see guys jerking off on a girl or you're going to see sex or a blowjob while being whipped or one time i was at the lair and they had this chain spiderweb thing and this Ooh. this guy had his girl on there, like a fly. Right. And he was whipping her, but at the same time, he was stroking himself. Nice. And then it, periodically, he would go up and insert and fuck her a little bit. And then he'd go back and he'd continue whipping her. So, I mean, there's just such a wide array of stuff that you're going to see. And it's not all going to be sexual. Like right. when, when Bradler and I play, if we're here and it's open and people are watching, we're not sexual at all. He might pull my hair. That's right. probably as sexual as it gets. But that's all, well, I guess, yeah. But I, then after, in the privacy of right. ourselves. But I'm sure in, this would be more of a question for him, the idea of teasing you while you're up there in mm-hmm. front of everybody, mm-hmm. just a little bit, is, is probably hugely on his mind. Mm. Like, let me turn you on to the point where you turn around and tell me, let's go. Like, <laughs> we need to leave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know... I think that's happened. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I will go back to eight since you skipped it. Oh, shoot. BDSM is spontaneous and violent. Oh, my God. It's so violent. It is so violent. Well, it certainly can be. Absolutely. It can be. But mutual consent, trust, and negotiation are hallmarks of the BDSM lifestyle. Most will meet potential partners before playing together or scening together to discuss personal boundaries, any health conditions they might have, Very and safe important. words. Very yes. Important. Yeah, the health conditions we don't talk about enough. Like right. The the dialogue that should happen between yep. them because that is a huge thing that you might not realize may have an effect. You know, like if it's something you're trying for the first time, then you want to be sure to tell your partner about your health condition because hopefully they know. You know, you're both not stumbling into it for the first time, but and they can be like, okay, well, if you have kidney issues, then we probably shouldn't do this. Right. You know, and you know, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense now that you've voiced it, but I wouldn't have known that before. And if you hadn't have told me, then it could have been in injuries or True. other. True. Yep, and safe words. Uh, so you want to do that to ensure that a scene or sexual encounter or whatever it is will be both fulfilling and safe. Any use of control or infliction of pain is within the context of fantasy including the role-playing <laughs> of non-consensual sex. Sex. What you giggling about over there? Sex. Well, it's not necessarily in the context of fantasy. What isn't? Huh? Any use of control or infliction. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Sometimes lifestyle. Uh-huh. 
It's it may not necessarily be a fantasy. It may be a day to day life. Nice. We should write this lady. <laughs> hey, we're podcasters, and we think you're full of shit. <laughs> um. So number ten. Well, I mean, she nails. Oh. She does get a lot. She right. does. She so does. and it depends on who she's talking to, too. Everybody, everybody lives their life differently and sees BDSM differently, and that's okay. That's true. Yep. That's okay. Um. Number ten. The BDSM community revolves only around sex. Why do I feel like we just read this? Well. Because I think it's kind of repeated for a reason. Like any community, those practicing BDSM also enjoy embarking on non-sexual activities. Munches are informal events, usually held in restaurants, for the purposes of socializing. Some will also hold informational workshops such as rope tying for beginners to help educate others in the community. We are an amazing community because we offer a lot of classes once, you know, when we were up and running. And I know that it's going to go back to that eventually. We're going to... We're very big on educating our community members. Absolutely. And I think we're very lucky in that, that we have so many Huge people lucky. that are educated and know and want to share their information. Yep. So, and not just educated in the, I've been doing this for 10 years myself, but as in like, I've went to seminars and classes with people that have created this or, you know, like the, the pioneers of a certain art form or something have, you know, taught courses and I've been to those or just like a lot of great knowledge, mm-hmm. not to, to shoot down the people that have, you know, have personal experience with stuff. Cause that's also very informative too, because you can go to them and be like, Hey, I was thinking about this. What can you tell me about this? And they can, you know, they can give you a lot of advice, but there's mm-hmm. just so many different types of education out there too. Yeah. And no, the gray thing is not educational. Okay. The gray thing? The shades of Oh no, no. Gerber no. That is fantasy. Yeah. Okay. I don't even 50 know. fantasies of EL James. Yeah. Number 11, mister. Mm. Please. BDSM involves the use of fancy tools and expensive equipment. Some of it is <laughs> expensive. The can, wooden spoon in my kitchen is not. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you can go from... Uh, we've even had uh, courses for that, like uh, Dollar Tree oh, Fun. Oh, yeah, Heck, yeah. Yeah, fun. Yeah. That's a fun night. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. For, for those listeners that don't know what that is, what we're talking about, it's a party where you come with your partner and a set amount of money, usually like 15 or $20, then everybody goes to the dollar store and finds things to make a scene with, uh, be it something as cliche as, you know, religious candles or uh, clothespins, or you can get really, really creative with it and, uh, you know, find a way to make a plunger insertable or... The greedy went for the steak knives and the cheese grater. (laughs) Yes, that was a fun scene too. Oh my God, she did not see that coming. Uh, Nope. (laughs) Can you read the definition of number 11? Yeah, uh, it says, The impressive setups seen in professional BDSM porn is not representative of what most BDSM practitioners have in their collection at home. Uh... I don't know about that. Well, that's that's not necessarily yeah. calling us because we're not most. I, I well, okay, that's that's true. I was gonna say because a lot of the people I know have really nice shit, and you don't see nice shit in porn. Like that's usually the eBay no, you twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. There, I, there's uh, yeah. of course if if you're watching stuff from say uh, what's what's the 
what's the place in uh, San Francisco that closed down uh, the castle? Uh, kink.com. If you watch stuff on kink.com, they actually do have a lot of really, really nice shit. Really? Yeah. Like quality toys, quality furniture. Oh, wow. They, they invested in it and made it, made it something that's uh, depicting of the, the best of the best. That's cool. Yeah. And they have, they have professionals. They have people that have been in the lifestyle for decades coming in and consulting and teaching and making sure that their, their performers are doing it right. So hats off to kink.com because top notch. Nice. And we do accept sponsorship. We do. Definitely kink.com. Um, this goes on to say exactly what we just said. It says, in fact, many acquire their essential items at hardware and kitchen supply stores. In addition to finding ropes and chains, one can use plastic curtain rods for caning, wooden cooking utensils as paddles for spanking, and clothespins as makeshift nipple clamps. Yep. I'd be real cautious about the plastic kitchen rod or uh, curtain rods because uh, a lot of them can be very brittle. And if you if you break one off on your your partner, it could actually do some some serious damage. Yeah. So be cautious. Like give it a few really good whacks on your couch cushion first. See how that reacts. Uh, if it doesn't break at that point, then go a little bit lighter on your partner, and you should be good. That also goes for um, any kind of uh, it's fiber, something yeah, fiber, no, carbon no, fiber, no. carbon fiber, carbon fiber rods. Uh, because if they break, yeah, carbon those... fiber is not a good choice no. for. If you're if you're gonna get a a uh, an artificial fiber or an artificial rod, artificial material for it, use like high density polyethylene. Okay, HDPE is a tough and durable material. Uh, carbon fiber is incredibly strong, but it does not take impact well. Right, and if it breaks, those little slivers of glass it shards. Yeah. Go right in you and have fun going to the hospital, have them removed. Yeah. Speaking of that, also, um, if you do decide to go to the dollar store to pick up some utensils, some maybe bamboo um, kitchen stirry things, right? It's a good idea to run uh, some sandpaper over that because they are not finished as well as maybe the ones at Target, and they um, will okay. have splinters. So that does not feel good in the bum either, and very difficult to see because bamboo splinters are very small that's just my word of advice Hmm. i'm gonna move forward to number 12 is it weird that that strangely turns me on (laughs) what to have a little bamboo splinter in my ass i think it purposefully yeah to to purposely put a a splinter in somebody's ass i'll I'll remove it i'll get it out yeah you have to scrutinize the tushy up close and personal with Uh a little magnifying glass yep and some tweezers. Some tweezers. Oh, that was a hair. Oops, sorry. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, that could be fun. That's a, that could be. I'm not a sadist. Well, let's stop. Okay, number twelve. <laughs> Poop. Yes, you are. <laughs> People who take part in BDSM are psychologically maladjusted. True. I. Sorry, it's true for me. Think, but, you go ahead. <laughs> but if you think about it, I'm I'm not going to read the definition part yet. I think that there are a lot of people in the BDSM community who do have some mental strain. I don't know the right word. Right. But they have some. But then maybe all the vanillas in the world do too. And I Mm -hmm. just 
more i am more close <laughs> to the bdsm world we're also a lot more open about issues and shit that's too. true i think both of those statements that you just made that everybody the most of the people in the vanilla world and that we're more open about it i think both of those and that's are why it's completely valid that's why right. it's more obvious in our community because right. people are not shy and and because it's part of the health questionnaire mm-hmm. before you play with someone it also gives vanillas a stepping stool to be like i am better than them see how yeah. those malcontents and those heathens mm. are like we are better than those we don't have to froth around in our own filth and do that kind of things i will pay somebody to do that for me on tuesday <laughs> in, a, in a quiet and comfort of a hotel room that nobody will ever know about i'm gonna read the the comment afterwards oh, okay all right okay um so it says, in fact, they have been shown to score higher than vanilla folk on several positive psychological characteristics, including subjective well-being. Oh, shit. <laughs> Surprise. Oh, shit. <laughs> Apparently, I didn't take that test. You are number 13. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Lucky, lucky. You, and they, it says, you can tell if someone is part of the lifestyle based on what they look like. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm a baller. What? what? I don't know. What? I'm whack. Yeah, I'm a baller. I must be BDSM. White girl, shut up. Listen. <laughs> listen, listen. I am the whitest chick, the palest chick with the straight blonde hair today at the moment. Um, the yeah. only thing that could make you any more I cliche white would innocent. be, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. We don't know if all of her hair is straight today. I look innocent and pure and sweet, and everybody likes me because I am a rainbow that comes into a sunshine rainbow, whatever, that comes into a room. I've been told that a lot. I'm not just tooting my own horn. No, I've been told this. Very well, yeah. I don't I think, think that. that people would know that I am a kinky little hoe, a kinky little slut who likes to be abused and used. I, just I don't, don't think either of us can answer that question because we, <laughs> we both know. We know that it looks have nothing to do with it. You know, Dying. what you look like doesn't it, anything. Like I've seen so many people that come. There's sure when I first joined the community, I would look at people and be like, oh, shit, they're in like they don't even look the type. Like it took me a while to realize that there is no type. There there's, is no type. There is no type. There's no race. There's no sexuality. There's no height weight anything right gender nothing you just can't tell it's there's definitely not requirements either no yeah which is a good thing yeah because i would be totally fucked yeah weight requirements oh like on omg fucking roller coaster rides and stuff that's that's a nightmare for me it's literal torture because mm-hmm. one either i'm not gonna fit and so i gotta walk out the other side and do the walk of shame mm-hmm. as everybody else is like he's not gonna ride the ride no, motherfucker, I couldn't fit. I'm going to go wait for my people who are getting on it right now to ride it and have fun. Mm. Or, scenario number two, I fit and get one click on the motherfucking bar. Uh-huh. One click to save my life. I'm, I'm relying on this. One click to mm-hmm. hold me in and survive this ordeal. Mm-hmm. So I'm not enjoying the ride. I'm holding on for dear life. In fact, I'm pulling it. Okay, well, there's a couple more scenarios. So scenario 2A (laughs) is I'm either pulling the bar against myself, hoping it doesn't fly up and I go falling out. Or scenario 2B is the skinny person sitting next to me 
who the bar is like a foot away from their chest is trying to pull it towards them. And I'm pushing it past, you're pushing it out just so I can breathe mm-hmm. while we're on this ride. Oh. Yeah, it's horrible. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? Can you read the definition to uh, people? Sh- you can tell people are. Oh, that they all look the same? Yeah. Or that there's. You, you can, can tell, tell by what they look like. <laughs> right. Oof. This is contrary to what you might expect. Those who partake in BDSM are usually successful professionals who are educated, work full-time jobs, and have families. Some will wear jewelry emblematic of locks, keys, and dog collars to show that they identify with the community. Most others look like the average person you'd see on the street. I agree with that. I think that's very true. And there's also other ways to symbolize stuff. So, like, you may see somebody who has a scarf on or a ribbon or something and that may be their version of a collar for when they're at work or when they're you know mm-hmm. like there it doesn't just because somebody doesn't have a collar on with like a a leash hanging off of it one time i was at costco and i saw this guy and he had long dark hair and it was in a ponytail slicked back in a ponytail and his keychain he had a tiny flog around it like, it was legitimately a tiny vlogger. I swear I followed him around because he was hot. And What a creeper. No. Why? You followed him around? Oh, me the creeper. Yes, Oh, we know creeper. that about me already. <laughs> well, and he caught me a couple times, and he just kept smiling at me like, I know you know. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, hey, this is, a, this is a topic I just want to bring up really quick. Because uh, we're starting to do meetups and stuff again. Yeah. And this is, it's going to come off really negative, but I kind of feel like it needs to. Um, I'm just going to say it. Let it okay. out. So when you are invited to an event or you see that there's an event and it is a vanilla event and the dress code is vanilla casual, wearing your thick dog collar with the lock on it, I feel like is not vanilla mm-hmm. and you probably have something that's a little less. I'm a slave type collar that you could wear. Like what you're wearing right now. Yeah. And it really bothers me that people think it's okay to do that. Okay. My question to you or comment to you would be, what if that is my normal everyday look? I'm not, this is my, this is not a vanilla or a non villa. This is just me. This is what I dress up. But this is how I go out. Would you say to them that they need to understand that they're when they come to a, a meeting like that, they're coming to represent the club that they are coming to be associated with, whether that be the Bakersfield Computer Club or whatnot, dress appropriately. So if you have to dress down from your normal day-to-day, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe don't wear the dog collar. I, I'm never going to tell somebody not to wear fishnets. You always wear the fucking fishnets. <laughs> but, uh, Is that what, was that rude of me to say that? No. 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 Because there are a lot of people that can't be outed. And if I'm like, I'm, it doesn't matter if I am because everybody knows my boss now, doesn't, my boss doesn't know, but she kind of knows, but she's not going to admit that she knows. Right. No, there's, there's, that's absolutely, but valid. there are that's... like, there are very, very professional people that can't be associated in any way. And if a work person came up and saw them sitting with a bunch of strangers that they don't know, and in some a... of them are wearing dog collars or leather pants or Whatever. Right. Whatever that's more lifestyle than a vanilla 
it sundress could be potentially or, damaging to it them. could be and, and, and it, even if it's not even if nothing happens that day and you think well nothing happened why are they freaking out they're probably not coming back yeah. right. so you just yeah. lost a member you know they, they could have contributed to the exactly. experience so so taking account, uh, account others other people yeah and not just yourself i mean you, you're gonna do you you're gonna have your own you know reason for doing what you're doing but it does affect other people yeah so i don't know i just felt like i needed to put that out there since we were talking about you know people looking like and i will also throw this out there that lala was not at wicked so if you're thinking that it had something to do with the wicked wednesday meetup oh were there people wearing big dog collars no i I don't know i don't pay that close attention he was just he was just just, uh squashing the the anybody who might have thought oh my god is she talking about oh yeah no i'm like yeah i'm not talking about anyone in particular it hasn't ha- i mean obviously we've not been in the community for a year plus right. um but it has happened in the past and mm-hmm. maybe those people aren't even part of the community anymore i don't know it doesn't matter i don't care um and yeah. even even for my own self i personally don't care but if i have a professional friend that is curious and wants to come i'm going to be really embarrassed and uncomfortable if someone shows up dressed inappropriately right which is Part of the reason why I didn't take my new floggers to Wicked. Oh, okay. You know, and also, I mean, it's it's a it's a vanilla event, like it you're is, saying, like it, it is. is a vanilla event for a reason. Yeah, there will be time, folks, to oh, yes. wear the dog collars and the. You can even bring them and leave them in your vehicle, and then when somebody is asked or you want to show somebody, go out to your vehicles, show them. So even, and I'm going to throw this out here, and I hope that you don't feel like I'm calling you out, but even wearing your vests with the big badges on them, right. I don't feel that's impro- appropriate at a vanilla greet, meet and greet because it, yeah. it blazingly says what it says. What it says. And there's so many of them out there, and I understand you want to wear them and you want to show them off. I just don't feel like a vanilla event is the place to do it. I can understand but that. But I love all of you that have the vest, and I'm very jealous, and I want one, but uh, I, I'm not that good of a person. <laughs> <laughs> not that good of a person? Well, wow. I mean, they have to really work. You have to earn it. You yeah. Ha- yeah, yeah, they have to put a lot of work in to get those vests, and I think it's amazing, and of course, you should want to wear it all the time, um, and so I feel like I'm now I'm bashing, but... I think no. I think you're valid. <laughs> no, because what you're saying is your opinion, and it's not wrong. Yeah, it's an opinion. It's absolutely not wrong. Greedy, you're very quiet. <laughs> no, I. But I don't. I don't know what I can contribute to this because, I, I agree. I mean, if you're if you're wearing something that is, blatantly lifestyle, to a vanilla event, especially where, where where, say families with kids might go, and you're. Just being around other people close proximity to a specific group with this stuff yeah it's it's completely valid to be uncomfortable at the very least about it and and you have to understand that us saying this goes against everything in our personal opinions Mm -hmm. personally we want you to wear that shit every fucking day we want you to own it yeah absolutely so i mean this is all in context of being a you know the vanilla events that New members are coming too. Yeah, just it's just you have to just be aware that there's there's more than just you. Yeah, I'm sorry if that came out bad, but it didn't. Okay, did not. 
<sighs> you can all yell at me for it. Just yep. call. <sighs> or later. if you want to just, you know, not yell at her and just go get therapy about it, you can go <laughs> and contact Piercings by BLLC. Oh. And get some piercings. Oh. That's therapeutic. That is very uh, therapeutic. Yes, you know is. what else is really therapeutic? Mm. What? Curling up with a blankie and a binky and watching some cartoons. Guess what I'm having made? You are? Yep. Is is Steel Pat Brassies? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you were saying you're not dyslexic anymore? Steel Brat Passies? Yes, Steel he is. Pratt Bassies. <laughs> Steel Pratt Bassies. Oh, my goodness. Sorry. I'm Brad so excited to see what he comes up that's with. That's really fun. So that's very therapeutic, and you're going to have some therapy now. Yep. Yeah, of your own. Yep. What else is I, therapeutic? I personally think uh, I think a, a good good piece of exotic hardwood would be Ooh, really yeah. therapeutic. Just like stroked across your abbot hocks. Mm, uh, or but, just smacked against. Or just to rub it on uh, your yeah. f- naked flesh. Yeah. That's yeah. therapeutic. I like that. Yeah. yeah I, would I, you want it to be warmed first? Like, would you want somebody to breathe on it? Ooh. To warm it up? Ooh, that's hot. Wait, are we talking about the paddle or the ass? I, both? A bit of both? Yeah. Yeah. You know what else I love that it could be such good therapy, too? I don't know. The JW paddles things would really... <laughs> it's hard to beat. It is hard to hard beat. Hard to beat. And Ooh. easy to use to hard, beat. Hard to beat. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what else feels really good is some some strips of leather, that smell, that intoxicating smell that just brush up and down your body or smack your thighs and your tushy, maybe your shoulders. I really wish we knew somebody that did leather work. You know, we do. Yeah, we we have a sponsor. Thief of Dreams. Well, Thief's Touch. Dag Navatron. It's <laughs> like O for seventeen. Okay, listen, listen. We've been we've been on hiatus for like three weeks. That's true. So um, we're all a bit rusty. Yeah. I'm surprised that she even remembered Candy's phone number because I would have said the wrong first three numbers <laughs> right off the bat because I said them in my head with her and I was I was like this and she's like that and I was like oh that's right. So I'd also like to throw out um, Heckler's handiwork. Yeah. He is having a sale right now of his preliminary um, beginner creations. He's gotten them down to a science now, and he feels really confident about them. But the early ones, he's selling very cheaply, like 25 bucks. Oh, wow. So they're more of a lightweight suede. Right. Um, now he's working in the heavier leather and the nicer exotic woods. So um, if you're interested in a low-cost flogger for warm-up sensation beginner learning how to swing a flogger that might be the route instead of you know i know there's some floggers up there what 300 bucks more i don't even more. i don't really know they're, yeah they're, i they're, haven't priced them but the price of floggers is from one dollar to over a thousand wow yeah. yeah okay so that's my shout out for for the for that for lala's lala's land nice. hey, yes where can i find a one dollar flogger um, hmm. Dr. Dale Deany Dalian. Uh, Dollar Tree. Oh, Dollar Tree for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know, this is what you, you buy do. A mop. <laughs> yeah. And break the handle off. Exactly. You're, you, got, you guys are right in my wavelength here. You can use an old extension cord you have and some duct tape. Ouch. Oh, wow. Yep. Ouch. Um, Sometimes ouch is good. 
Sometimes it is. Mm-hmm. Hey, this has been fun. It has. We should do this more often. We should do it. We should do it once a week. We really should. (laughs) That would be ideal. That would be so ideal. You know, it's okay to record with just two people. I wonder how our Gothamites would feel about just having two people. Maybe we'll find out. Maybe Mm. we'll find out. Let us know how you feel about it. Yeah. One person would be difficult. Two people would be okay. I was, I was going to do that. Just you sitting sh- in my room one night. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just be like, hey, Gothamites, how's it going? So this is Thief. <laughs> I'm just out here chilling. Right now, I was getting ready to, uh, to watch this, and I was listening to this and doing some of this. You should have. You should have done it. I'd have listened to it. It like, would have been weird, I would have though. listened to it with my headphones on as I was going to sleep. Just... I didn't think it fit in the Gotham press I think it would have been okay. Like, like, not to just a one-off random fucking... Loop-de-loo thing. Loop-de-loo. Loop-de-loo. Derpity-derp. So, Lala. Yes. Do you have any final thoughts? I just got a really random text message from Walmart saying my parcel's on its way, and I did not order anything. That's a scam. And it says, to check my delivery address. That's a scam. I'm not going to click that. Yeah, delete that. Interesting. Um, Final thoughts. <laughs> yes. Um, Don't believe everything you hear. Do your research. Okay. Especially so, when it comes in the form of a text from especially Walmart. Especially about condoms. Oh. <laughs> like, literally, don't believe everything you I'm, hear. I'm moderately ashamed that we did that. That was fun. Somebody is going to take that as truth. Not true. No, they better not. They won't. They won't. Um, we have smarter listeners than that. Enjoy Pride Month. Yes, enjoy it. Absolutely. Wear the colors of the rainbow and, 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 and just... Be an ally and be supportive and... And be proud. And be proud. The end for me. Greedy. Well, as uh, Lala just stole what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's sorry, cool. not sorry. Go back to your Walmart text. Aww. <laughs> Damn. Mahaka. Do you. Do what's right for you. Okay. Don't try and don't try and force your views on everybody else because it might not be right for someone else. But what might be right for them may not be perfect for you. So you do what makes you happy, do what makes you healthy, do what makes you whole, and embrace those around you that do the same for them. That's my closing thought. That's a good closing thought. That's a very good closing thought. Thief, do you have a closing thought? I do, actually. Um... Uh, somebody tried to bribe me, and so I just wanted to let it know that my prostitution rates are pretty high. Um, you know, he wanted to give me 20 bucks just to moan his name on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. Wait, 20 bucks to the podcast or to you? To me, personally. Someone tried to bribe you? Yeah. I was like, no, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. To moan his name? Yeah. Interesting. I know. Do you want me to do it? No, I oh. just want Gigantor to know that I will never <gasps> do that, <laughs> ever. Gigantor, a.k.a. Shark Boy, what? <laughs> Uh-oh, Anemic Uh-oh. Princess is going to get very jealous. Yeah, he didn't really pay me 20 though. Although, so. I don't think she does get jealous, so I think that's No, incorrect. she'll get a kick out of it, hopefully. <laughs> Wait, but you oh, didn't moan that boy. very well. Oh, shark boy. God, yes. <laughs> Your moans are terrifying, sir. <laughs> Good. No, shark boy's terrifying, so, I mean, it fits. Oh, that's true. It's a predator on predator. I want to I wanna really hear you more, moan his name. Hmm, Gigantor. <laughs> 
Yay! I hate I, if I had twenty bucks, I'd give you twenty bucks right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. PayPal at three. No, never mind. Okay. <laughs> hey, we will take bribes. Yes, absolutely, and yeah. and I'm very much open to prostitution. Because um, I think we need a new mic screen. So you do. We, you personally, you. I do. Yeah. Why? I'm just saying. I like mine. I like mine a lot. We need new headsets. What are you, you just wanting something? For uh, she definitely <laughs> needs a new headset. I think, uh, okay, I think. I, I think, think he needs a new headset. His is worse than mine. <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll take bribes. We'll, we'll you shout will. out your name. We'll moan your name. You, you tell us what to say and we'll, we'll say it. I think we need to, I think we need to add a, uh, add a, a little thing in some of the patron tiers then. Oh. Yeah. Mm, let's not talk about that right now. Um, speaking of patrons, though. <laughs> I thought we were right. talking about that. Right yeah, now. we're not well, talking about no, that. No, no, no. Um, thank you, patrons, thank for you. your support and helping us get this show up and and out. Up and out. Up and out. Mm-hmm. Up and out to your ears. And we're really sorry that we were gone for two weeks and three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and we're gonna be better. We're gonna be better. We're not gonna just phone it in. We're gonna be better. Gonna be better. We are. We can't phone it in. We don't have the microphone kind of set up for that. <laughs> but we will take bribes. <laughs> um, I just want all of you listeners to know that we are sitting in a very dark room because it yeah. was very light and bright when we started. And Two now hours it ago. is dark. <laughs> and all we have is the light from the computer screen. Yeah. And it, it, so it's bright in my face and I can't see you guys at all. So We're in the shadows. In the shadows. What we do in the shadows. Lurk. Mm. Does it stay in the shadows? Does it stay in the shadows? Yeah. Does you, it? What, it. What you do in the shadows? Does it stay in the shadows? Yeah, Vegas rules. I don't. <laughs> I mean, even Vegas rules still come home and go to the clinic with you sometimes. Ooh. Oh, damn. Just saying. So does the glitter. <laughs> um. <laughs> and some of those clinic visits are public. What? <clears throat> public health. What? Yep. They're public. Yep. How do you figure? Uh, the rooms are open or something? No. What is it that if you if you contract, then the they have to release it. They have to release the information to the public. So like uh, any people you've been in contact with or whatever. Or well, you mean like a sex like STD or like yeah. AIDS or like what no, are you talking like hardcore? I think it's I don't know. A I can't remember what it is. Germ I've thing. Never had it, but I haven't either. Yeah, I know that they will contact loved ones. So like. If you contract something and think, oh, well, I better keep that on the down low. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. We're going to call your wife or your husband and let them know (gasps) to come get tested. Oh. Yeah. But that's, I guess that's good. Yeah. From a community standpoint. Interesting. I didn't know that. So just be, be honest with your, and your relationships and you'll be fine. Yeah. Communication people. Yep. All right. We don't have awesome to lead us to say goodbye, I know. so we're How just are we like. Do this? Well, I, I think I think I'll take the reins then, because I mean, I'm the only the only other person that's been here since day one. That's true. Okay. So, with that, we are out. Bye. Bye. I'm a ghost on toast. I'm a hard rock and flamethrower in memory. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah.